Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to a brand new week on The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday the 28th of March. Now, before we crack in, a quick reminder that a new episode of the Saturday Scorecard dropped over the weekend with one half of the Two Guys One Cup podcast, Charlie Clawson. Go and give it a listen, and if there is someone you think we should be getting on as a guest, slide into the old DMs, at Liam J Flanagan on Instagram. Today, Buddy looks set to get his ball back, Zoo stays perfect on debut in the US, and Melbourne scores another win in the age-old rivalry with Sydney. But first... It's time to visit the fast and fabulous world of Formula One, thanks to Armorall chosen by champions and the auto appearance partner of the Oracle Red Bull Racing Team. They do good work. The Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, the second pit stop on the F1 calendar, was run and won early this morning. But by who, I wonder? Red Bull Sergio Perez was starting on pole for the first time in his career. The two Ferraris began in second and third. And the reigning world champion Max Verstappen was in unfamiliar territory, starting in fourth. But not for long. Carlos Sainz is forced to the outside. Max Verstappen getting keen on the inside with Carlos Sainz. But Perez leads him through the first corner. From Leclerc, Verstappen getting past Carlos Sainz. Hamilton ahead of the fast starting Williams. It's Perez now ahead of Charles Leclerc. Then comes Max Verstappen. The early move would pay off for Verstappen, who after a drama-filled race that saw six of the 19 starters either crash out or retire for mechanical reasons, the 2021 world champion claimed a narrow victory with the two Ferraris of Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz completing the podium. And for those of you wondering about our man Dan Ricciardo... I got no drive. Okay, copy. Yeah, I can't, I can't accelerate. Who would have thought drive was necessary in a Formula One car? On the upside for Dan, he's got a homecoming on the cards because the wonderful world of F1's next stop is... Melbourne, Australia. Remember on Friday night when maybe the single greatest moment in AFL history happened? He's done it so many times. 999 goals, Buddy Franklin. The legend becomes immortal. Buddy Franklin's 1,000th career goal created unforgettable scenes at the SCG as the 36,578 fans in attendance stormed the ground en masse, swarming like ants around a drop biscuit to celebrate the milestone, leaving Buddy to spend the better part of 15 minutes bobbing around like a cork in the ocean of adoring fans before he finally got back to the safety of the players' race. Well, you freaked out in there at all. Buddy, the Foo Fighters were playing. Oh, it was I like a rock concert. Carlton draft him on that. Someone. But, um, as I said, it was just a, an amazing moment, um, one I'll cherish forever. But with the milestone achieved, now Buddy and the Swans' attention turns to the other significant element of that moment. I have to boo! I have to get out of here. The footy, the Sharon, or as the bloke who caught it calls it, the pill. A piece of sporting memorabilia that has been valued at up to $200,000 if Buddy were to sign it, is currently in the possession of a high-flying spectator who launched himself over several rows of seats to grab the ball. That is possibly mark of the year. The Swans initially offered the fan an invitation to meet and present the footy to Buddy in person at training. On second thought, low balling. Yeah, that does seem a touch inadequate. For context, the fan who got his hands on Tom Brady's record-breaking touchdown ball last year received season tickets to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, autographed memorabilia, and Brady gave him a Bitcoin valued at around $60,000. So a little meet and greet for Buddy's ball does feel somewhat undervalued. Except it worked. 
I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. It seems the good rule does exist because the fan posted to Instagram yesterday that the pill is safe and it will be back at Swans HQ soon with big things coming tomorrow. So stay tuned. Tim Zhu was done with the kiddie pool of Aussie boxing a long time ago and yesterday he finally got his chance to jump into the deep end of the United States. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Zhu made his American debut against Terrell Gachet yesterday and in the first round, Tim got the ultimate wake-up call. Left eyes, he goes down hard to Zoom. He goes down hard in America. Great right hand. Accurate punching, Gachet. Gachet dropped Zoo in the opening round with a straight right hand that had Tim post-fight asking, How did that happen? But the Aussie showed his class in taking the standing eight count before proceeding to batter Gachet with body shots and using his jab to great effect, ultimately prevailing via a judge's decision. All three have it for the winner by unanimous decision and still undefeated So Tim Zhu gets the decision in a brilliant fight. The win keeps Zhu's undefeated record alive and puts him first in line to face the winner of the WBO Super Middleweight title fight between Brian Castano and Jamel Charlo in May. Melbourne victory were the defending champions of the A-League W this season and thanks to injury and illness plus COVID forcing them to play too many games in too few days, their championship defence looked cooked. But they managed to scrape into the finals and then found some form and all of a sudden they were facing tabletop as Sydney FC for the championship. Nil all at half time, the victory was somehow still in the game thanks to player of the match goalkeeper Casey Dumont and then the victory became Victorious. Cooney Cross, who's on the ball here. Back in, back post, the header! And the goal! And... Melina Reyes, wonderful play, the follow-up! Two second-half goals, delivering the most unlikely second consecutive championship for the victory women. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport to kick off a new week. I'm Liam Flanagan, catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.